This summer's must-read mystery is Meredith Adamos Not Like Other Girls. A girl's search for her missing classmate digs up dangerous secrets in this unputdownable feminist thriller, perfect for fans of Veronica Mars and A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Grey's Academy. I am back. It is me, Kelsey. I had a baby. Thank you so much to Carmen for holding down the fort last week. Um, Carmen is also here. We are reunited. Carmen, hello. say hello to our friends. Hello, and I am Carmen, and it's a beautiful day to podcast. <laughs> it is. Already doing great. Already it's doing fine. great. Hey, I don't you, get any sleep. <laughs> can, we, can we, you know, I know that we don't usually do the whole banter and, like, the riffing thing. Uh, yes. But can you just, like, can you just give us, give us an update? Give us a little update on the, on the little baby nugget, the little offspring, because here's the thing. This is medically relevant. Um, it is. Babies are delivered in the show all the time. I thought about asking all the doctors a million questions. Then I was like, they're busy. I shouldn't do that. Uh, excuse me, uh, doctor, can I me. interview you, please? Can I just ask you a couple of questions? Um, yeah, I had a baby on Monday the 18th. I had a baby at 6 a.m. because my babies are born very early in the morning, which means that there's a full night of zero sleep prior to that. And then... Uh, several months of little to no sleep after that. So that's fun, <laughs> but it's all good. Um, it was wildly different than my birth experience with Scarlett. <laughs> um, I really thought it would just be the same for some reason. And it was not at all the same. Really? So that was fun. Well, Is it because all, you knew what you were doing this time around? Like you just had nope. some sort of inclination? No, I kept going to the hospital cause I was like, I'm in labor. And they kept being like, yeah, you're like having contractions, but you can leave. And I, it was making me really mad. And I was like, well, I'm just gonna, not going to go back. I'm going to have this baby in the car because I'm not going to go back. And I was laying down texting your wife. And I was like, I'm so mad. They keep telling me, like, I don't know what's happening. And as I was texting her that my water broke. And then I said, disregard, my water just broke. <laughs> and so then I read we, that text. I saw that happen. We had gotten back from the hospital and been home approximately 11 minutes. And I laid down and my water broke. So then we had to get up and go back to the hospital. But they didn't send me home that time. So that was fun. Um, well, yeah, I feel like that's borderline <laughs> medically uh, medical endangerment. Uh, but at least this time you didn't have to walk around the lake in downtown Orlando in a yeah, thousand degree terrible. heat. Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks. Um, uh, and but, yeah, so with Scarlet, my water, they had to break my water when I was nine centimeters dilated. So the fact that my water broke was surprising. I didn't think it would. So it did. And then also with Scarlett, when I got to the point of actual pushing, which took a very long time to get to that point, um, I still pushed for like an hour and a half. And with Bennett, it took not that long to get to the point of pushing, like less than three hours. And then I pushed four times and he was out. And it was wild. One, two, so. three, four. I declare a thumb war and this baby Truly. is out. It was just bonkers. It was very different, but good news. Got the epidural. That's what mattered to me. <laughs> got the epidural. I, uh, is it true then, that you got six epidurals this time? Ugh, no, I got one and it took a minute on the left side. <laughs> took a minute to kick in on the left side. I was very nervous that it wasn't going to take on the left side and I was going to feel half of labor and I did not want to, but it did. T it did kick in. So that was fine. Yeah. Um, and then uh, ultimately, yeah, it was just like a, everything everyone was fine everyone was healthy so that was always always a relief when everyone comes out nice and healthy and oh yeah uh good to go so and he's handsome just been hanging out yeah he's real cute he looks a lot like scarlet 
did when she was born. Um, and so Michael's parents say that he does look more like Michael than Scarlett did, which is fair because Scarlett only looked like me. It looked like I made her by myself. <laughs> which, he does, you know, is possible. Yeah. But <laughs> life unlikely. Uh, uh, finds a way. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, so he looks a little bit more like Michael than Scarlett did, but mostly still looks just the same. So they're, they're, he's very small, very cute. Very cuddly. I love it. Yeah. So, I've I've yeah. very much I have not looked at my snaps. Apparently there are some <laughs> baby pictures that exist in the Snapchat. There's world. a lot. <laughs> uh but I I it was like two o'clock in the morning the other night and I was just like, hey, um, I'm gonna guilt some of my best friends into sending pictures of their baby because I just don't see these pictures. And Jessica and I were both still up. It was like legit, like one or two in the morning. <laughs> so we woke up that next morning with with a with a plethora of of just adorable yes. pictures. Um, yes, the pictures of him in the little um, like night shirt that you guys got him with his name. Yeah, on. <laughs> Ugh, so handsome. Uh, so, thank you for sharing that. We've got a we've got a show to do. Yes, it's been so long since we've done this. I forgot what Grey's Anatomy is. I have not watched an episode for two or three weeks yeah. now. Yeah, because we did this. We were like two. We we were a week ahead. And then I had a baby, so you didn't watch one. So, Correct. yeah, we were wild. Yeah, Can it was you, weird. It, also, so just some insight, because we do text almost every day. Um, yeah. But it was, there was one point we were texting about what we're going to do. Like, <laughs> if uh, we were going to go down to a show, like, once, once a month or something like that, which we're not. Uh, <laughs> but we were going to do it to where... We were just going to pick a random season and a random episode and just do it. And the first half of the episode is just me trying to figure out what happened to get to this point. Um, granted, we're take we like did, a D&D dice that has 20 sides because yeah. there's 18 seasons and just roll the dice to pick the, the season and then the episode. Yeah. And we're, we're not going to like Russian roulette that kind of shit. But uh, we did think about it. We thought it would be fun for content. And uh, here we it are. It would be we're fun, but it would also ruin the rest of the content. So we're going to yeah. keep doing the good, good. Um, but thanks. Thanks for, for still listening, guys. We, we see you. We appreciate you. It's true. Thanks we for um, giving us grace while I had to take a, a small break to birth a child. Giving us grace while you were out <laughs> for a small break. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, so let's, shall we, shall we do this? We shall. Let's do it. Let's jump right in. So At the six minute and 36 second mark. <laughs> episode 39, um, the third episode of the third season. And it is called Sometimes a Fantasy, which is a song that Carmen it will tell is. us about. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sometimes a Fantasy is, uh, actually, I knew this one going into this, so I was very excited. Uh, song by uh, the, the Kid, the Kid Billy Joel. Um, this was a single, actually, from the album Glass Houses. So uh, this was released in 1980, and uh, it reached as high as number 36 on the Billboard Hot 100. So um, it uh, it really didn't do well like internationally. Like We have some other artists where they do well internationally, most notably like the Beatles, just everything will chart across the world. Everything, everyone loved the Beatles. Um, but Billy Joel got to number 36 on the Billboard Hot 100 and then reached number 21 on the Canadian singles chart. So uh, really, really great song. I'm a big fan of it. Um, 
obviously when you sometimes a fantasy i was listening to this and i was like okay first literal first scene into this this episode i was like yeah this makes (laughs) sense um and it's just a devil's threesome with uh uh uh, meredith finn and derek so um not where i thought the rest of the episode would be going and taking me after that opening scene but uh the song makes sense and uh billy joel we salute you big fan do you have a favorite billy joel song um yeah, I think it's uh, You May Be Right. Um, it's one that we actually covered a couple of times as a, as a band. And it's oh. just, uh, it's one of those ones where it's like, it's not, it's not cliche. It's not Piano Man. or It's not We Didn't Start the Fire, you know, uh, like <laughs> the one that everyone's going to know. But uh, You May Be Right was, was one that the Billy Joel fans knew. And people were like, oh, I've heard this on the radio, I think. And they just start singing it and it gets, it gets fun. But uh there was there was a while there we we like got we got randomly booked for like a string of country club golf courses and like <laughs> six different Harley Davidson dealers like it was really it was a weird time for Gallery eighty one because uh, we go from like these punk rock shows at House of Blues to like a paid event at like a golf course the <laughs> next day uh, so weird times uh, but really uh, that's that's my favorite Billy Joel song. Do you have a Billy Joel song that's a go-to for you? Or are you not really a big Billy Joel fan? Um, I like him. I like him. I mean, I I do enjoy Piano Man, especially when I'm at the dueling piano bar. But and um, naturally, I like, uh, yeah. Uh, Vienna, Vienna okay. waits for you. That's a good Ooh. one. Ooh, sing it, child. Ooh. 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 Okay. Anyways, Grace had me. That last uh, one got <laughs> into a little bit of Mickey territory. <laughs> oh. Unintentional. <laughs> um. Okay, so this episode was written by Deborah Kahn. Directed by Adam Arkin. It aired October 5th, 2006. And it had 22.8 million views. And oh, had it's that yawn. 3 a.m. yawn. 3 a.m. newborn baby yawns. Yeah. Okay. It's like you haven't slept in a week. Almost exactly like that. Um, okay, so let me read the Netflix synopsis for us. <clears throat> Gotta clear my throat there. Um, Graceful. Cri- thanks. Christina helps Preston cope with his hand trimmer. Izzy returns to the hospital for the first time since she quit the program. That's it. So That's Christina doesn't do says. much to help. Christina to help mostly Burke. is mad about Burke. And then um, Izzy is slightly also redeems herself. This is, at way the end. More, this is way more like an Alex episode than anything yeah. else. I feel like. Yeah. Nothing about Alex being a good guy or Meredith trying to just fuck everyone and like <laughs> or george it's being annoying or but oh gosh fuck you george um not all the way like but you are kind of a dumb idiot also yeah. izzy doesn't return to the hospital she's more like hospital she adjacent. returns to the front of the she returns to in front of the hospital yeah she returns to the property at which the hospital sits on yeah like that's it um Granted, that, what an emotional experience, and she has yeah, a couple was. good dialogue uh, interactions. But she God, she doesn't go back to the hospital. Get a yeah. life, Netflix. Yeah, those Netflix synopsis, man, they're not good. I yeah. want to know the person who writes these. Is it a Netflix person? Is it like a show specific person? I need to know. Okay, maybe they they have a, a contest, and it's like <laughs> hundreds of submissions. <laughs> and they get through the first three and they're like, okay, you know what? Why did we do this again? Like, uh, Mr. Ronald Netflix, can you stop making these decisions? <laughs> Ronald Netflix. 
Ah, uh, to be Ronald Netflix. That he's a rich man. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay, so let's do it. There was a recap this time. Yes, there was. The um, only thing I got it, uh, I, I wrote down from that was uh, Burke's arm, Derek versus Finn, Bailey failing Izzy. That's all I wrote down, like verbatim. Yeah. Um, so um, Burke's hand, Denny proposing, Izzy quitting, Derek and Addison break up, Derek, Finn, Meredith, and Kelly moving in. Also, I just want to note, I wrote Burke's hand, which Carmen still thinks is fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's going to be fine. <laughs> give it two more episodes. Even though they said it takes weeks, months, or years to recover, give it one more episode and Sean time. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll, hit, we'll, we'll circle back to that prediction at the yeah. end of this one. Okay. So that's a recap. Um, okay. So yeah, like you mentioned already, we start with the obvious fantasy sequence. <laughs> Uh, Meredith is in bed with Derek, and then Finn just pops up right behind her. Um, it's I mean, Derek real. just popped up, too. It <laughs> yeah. zoomed in, and she was by herself. But she had such a weird dialogue. At one point, yeah. she said it's all surgeon's fantasy about taking a hollowed-out carrot and replacing a valve with a butter knife. <laughs> what kind of fucking surgeon do you think you are? MacGyver. <laughs> Even... <laughs> <laughs> Like, you're at a Buffalo Wild Wings and someone goes, quick, I need your carrot stick. I need to save this person's life. Yeah, oh I think it's gosh. supposed to be something kind of like the heart in the elevator thing where it's like just yeah. like a wild scenario where you're like, I can save anyone in any setting. Yep. Yawnsies. Sorry. I had a yawn. Sorry. I'm not going to do more, it. I need more Buffalo, Buffalo Wings in my life, apparently. <laughs> Um, okay, so they're at the house. Callie's stuff is there. George is being super weird about it. He's super weird. Um, Izzy says she's going to go to the, with them to the hospital and talk to the chief about coming back. And then George is like, that's my towel. So Callie walks over and gives it to him. And I just love her so much. Because <laughs> then he leaves and she's just staring at Meredith. She's like, wow, he's so cranky in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, he needs to stop being a punk ass bitch. What the fuck? Like, I just don't understand why no one on this show can ever communicate their emotions or thoughts no. or desires with anyone else on this show, other than Meredith. Like, not 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 yeah. Meredith herself. They just say it to Meredith. They're not telling yeah. the actual people. Uh, yeah. Don't you don't like? Okay, listen again. I'm not saying that Callie is my number one. But George, you do not deserve her. This is no. not the first time that she has just gotten naked or topless in front of you, and you don't do shit. He just literally, like, gets annoyed and walks away. Like, Jessica could have gotten off, like, the toilet naked, <laughs> and I'm still going to be like, oh, dang, girl, okay, okay. <laughs> like, but what if you hadn't invited her to the toilet? I'd still be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, okay. So. I'd be like, yo, I know. <laughs> I like to do this. I like to do this thing now. So Jess has vertigo, uh, postpartum <laughs> vertigo. And uh, yes. I like to do this thing where I wait until after she's done puking. And I go, so like, you trying to smush or what? <laughs> and she just looks at me like she's actually ready to just dump the vomit onto my face. I was, you do love the vomit. The vomit turns you on. <laughs> it's just so funny. And I have such a hard time being empathetic when I'm dying laughing. Yeah, that tracks. Um, okay, so Mark and Addison are in the hotel room, and Mark's like, oh, I don't have to leave. And Addison's like, no, you super have to leave. Go away, please. 
Um, and then she goes to the hospital. And no, she doesn't. Mark Sloan is so attractive. He, she doesn't go to the hospital. He he jumps her bones first. Well, yes, but she's trying to go to the hospital. <laughs> Ultimately, <laughs> she goes to the hospital. Should we be concerned at how forceful that was? Like, are we supposed to be happy with that? I don't actually understand. I think uh, they have an interesting dynamic, and they are both very pretty people. Mm-hmm. So the only thoughts I have. Um, he, he's a good-looking guy. I'm not going to say that he's not. So true. He's, He's no Patrick Dempsey hair looking ass, but uh, I could not disagree. He is so much more attractive than Patrick Dempsey. No, 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 no. Specifically his hair. Oh, okay. But like I said, he's yeah. Yeah. I think he's got a, uh, I don't know. That's tough. Can I, can I come back to that in a couple episodes? This is probably like a split thing. Honestly, like if you polled the fans, you'd probably get split on who's more attractive. I don't know if it would be 50, 50, but I do feel like it would be pretty close. But yeah, a lot of people think Derek's the most attractive, and that's their business. It's their right to be incorrect. Because Mark right. Sloan's obviously the most attractive. We we can all agree <laughs> that Finn is nowhere near either of, either of them. Finn has nice hair. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> he has a nice face. He's like too. He's like he's a little. He's too like preppy. I think for me. Yeah, just, yeah. I'm just like you're just like a preppy. It's it's. He's attractive. He's just not. Mark Sloan, man, that's where Mark's got a dangerous side. Mark's the kind of guy who you're going to slap him like you do in the end of this episode. And he's going to be like, yeah, put me on the 22nd floor Mark's, right next like, to this when they When they have like a tight shot on his face and he smiles, I'm like, hot damn. That is nice. <laughs> All right. So you heard it here first. We're doing a poll. Go to our Instagram and uh, go to at Gray's Academy pod and let Kelsey know because she's the only one who has access to it. Who do you like more, Mark or Derek? I'll put it on our stories for 24 yes. hours. So it'll there be you there. go. Vote uh, or die. <laughs> okay. Um, so then we go to Burke and Christina's house. Burke is home. He's not at the hospital. He is very obviously grumpy about his situation. Christina is trying to like not be super Christina about it and be like supportive and not um, yell at him like she probably normally would. Um, but she clearly doesn't know how to act, <laughs> but she's trying, which I appreciate. Um, and then we're at the hospital. Izzy's wearing the Denny sweater again. It's very sad. Callie's like, hey, can I have a house key? And George is like, no. You cannot. It's yeah. awkward and weird. <laughs> I was look, I was watching that, and, and he was like, oh, I should get, like, you know, we leave work early. Just make me a key. He's like, no, no. Uh, I love when we leave work at the same time. You don't need a key. Like a dumb punk bitch. Like a toddler. Yeah, the worst. Little asshole. Um, Izzy does not go in. Uh, and then, but we do get to see a nice moment between uh, Bailey and the chief talking about Izzy coming back. And uh, it's a nice back and forth. I will say Bailey says she didn't commit a crime, which I don't necessarily agree with because I think she did commit a crime. Multiple crimes. She, At the very least, she falsified the situation. Like she made him get worse to steal the heart. Right. I don't think she is at fault for his death because it was a stroke. However... I also don't think she is blameless. Well, it's also, so here's the thing. When she's like, why does everybody want her back in there? 
before she goes in, they're all like, oh, you're going to do great. Like, oh, welcome back. Like, oh, go go knock it out of the park. Guys, she <laughs> fell in love with a patient. She fr- she falsified evidence and fraudulently came across a, a living person's a, de- a, a, a heart that was going to go to someone else. So that this guy that she knows on a very surface level who proposed is going to now get this heart. Guys, I don't, th- none of this sits right with me. I am not team Izzy anymore, okay? Why do you want her back? And then Bailey's like, like the, the, the Bailey and Weber interaction, it ends up with her basically saying like, it's my fault. I'm, ah, oh, she didn't commit a crime. It, it's on me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Shut up, Bailey. She just let her out of your life, cut her loose. And then there's that exchange where uh, Weber stands up and he's like, oh, that's what I'm going to do? And she's like, oh, yes. And then he's, he says, being the boss isn't as gratifying as it used to be. And she goes, no, sir. And he goes, get out of here. And then she runs away. And it's just it's a funny interaction. I love like, their dynamic. Guys, we don't need Izzy back. We're better off without her at this point. <laughs> she will kill me, again. Man. She's had the she taste of blood. She will kill again. <laughs> she will fall in love and murder again. Yes. She's a, she's a serial, serial uh, romantic murderer. She's like yes. the haunted mansion. The haunted man, the bride in the haunted mansion, or just nope, the haunted she's, mansion. She's the like the she's the whole house. <laughs> she's specifically the stretching room. Yeah, she's the Muppets version, though. Actually, no, oh, she's not. The so Muppets good. version's way way better than what Izzy is. So true. The Muppets haunted mansion was so good. Okay, anyways, um, okay, so Christina is annoyed about Burke's attitude, and she's complaining to Meredith, and then. <laughs> Um, they're waiting for the elevator. Derek brings Meredith's coffee and asks her out. And I just love, I don't know if you can really see it. Christina in the background. She's like rolling her eyes very hard. Oh yeah. I, I had to watch so that much. scene like three times. So good. Um, and then Finn gets off the elevator and brings Meredith a coffee cake and also asks her out. And Christina's like, Oh, so you're just having sex dreams about everybody now. So good for you. She's just when I thought you're boring. Yeah. You, what does she say? Uh, where what was it just when i think you're boring you rise uh <laughs> but it was it was funny though i think the best part of that interaction is derek at one point turns to christina and's like that's casual enough right and she like actually agrees and she's sitting there rolling her eyes she's <laughs> like oh yeah Meh. um like yeah it's just funny and then uh, fuck fucking finn uh, fuck both of them fuck both of them but D- fuck finn's Meredith fine too. i'm just like <sighs> It's, you know, you're just, it's fine. I want to see them all fail. I want to see (laughs) them all fail. Except right now, after this episode, I'm like, okay, Christina, you're, you're winning me back a little bit here Mm -hmm. because I was mad at her for a while because of how she treated Burke. And uh, she was so nice and she got naked for him last time. I know that was great. She's winning me back slowly. Get naked. Listen, everyone out there listening, man or woman, just get naked. Just do it. Do it for yourself. Do it for someone else. Do it. Do it for Grey's Academy. You know. But yeah. Don't, do it for us. You don't and have to message tell us, us. Or show us. Okay. No, no, well. you tell us when you are naked, but don't show us that you're naked. Yeah, you don't have to tell us either. It's it's fine. We'll just we'll just all take a moment right now, and we'll just all understand that everyone's naked. Pause this podcast. <laughs> We're happy for you. Get naked. <laughs> And then when you're done getting naked, resume, and we will sit all naked together. We're both naked right now. Yeah. If you're at work, don't do that. Unless you work from home, then go for it. 
Just make sure you don't have any calls set for Zoom later on. I just don't know how we do this, how we get here. It's fine. I don't know. Let's either. keep going. All uh, right. Anyways, so. Um, uh, so Alex was, comes up and he's yeah. running late and he sees Izzy. He's like, oh, blah, 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 whatever. And then just goes inside. Bailey's dishing out the assignments. Um, George is annoyed because Callie requested him and he's like, I hate my girlfriend. Uh, Alex is supposed to be back with Addison um, and he's still being snarky about it, but then she gets a call. So, so uh, he goes to the ER and he's all excited about it. Um, and this did is Addison when, change her hair? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, it she looks, changed it from last episode where she was wearing a bucket hat. That's fair. That's a good call out. I did notice that. Uh, but she, it looks like her hair is a little bit less red than normal. It looks like a little brown so. blonde. Okay. Thanks. All right. Maybe I'm going crazy. It's been a long time since I've watched <laughs> it's this true. show. It's true. I almost forgot what she looked like. Since we've looked at her. Yeah. It, it, is, it was funny, though, when uh, Alex was like, isn't this getting old for you? And she's like, it literally makes my whole day. I'm like, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny, Addison. You're hilarious. I love her. Um, so this is when he goes to the ER and we meet uh, Megan, the, uh, um, oh my God, what's her name? The Supergirl. The super Abigail girl. Breslin. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. Abigail Breslin. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm happy The to famous help. child. Um, so yes, uh, Abigail Breslin, which is a pretty famous person. I mean, at this point, I'm pretty sure uh, Little Miss Sunshine had already come out. So she was already medium famous at this point when she's doing this. So good. Good for them. Um, so they say the nurse is like, oh, she's been here four times in two months or something absurd. Like, you know, it, it's shady basically. Um, so she's a foster kid. She, um, the parents seem very nice, but the end the, but they're like on edge cause they know that it looks bad that she keeps being in the ER. Um, and uh, she's like, I'm, I, I, it's, I can't feel pain. Like I can't be hurt. No one can hurt me. Um, punch me in the stomach. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, we cut to Christina working on with Derek on a patient who has seizures and he and his wife clearly disagree on this treatment, but they have a baby. So he wants to get this surgery so he doesn't have the seizures anymore so he can take care of his baby. But the wife is obviously very like hesitant because it's brain surgery um and then they go back to the er and alex is uh like i don't believe that this kid doesn't feel pain even though she pulls staples out of her arm with her teeth which she also shot in her own arm the staple right. gun. yeah concerning i don't care for it um it's gross uh so he calls child protective services and bailey's like oh do the cold pressure test with the ice water um while while you wait uh and then callie's like george you're so weird this morning george is like no i'm not it's just a weird time it's in the mornings are weird and there's just so many people there's so many people in the house it's like so many people i'm like oh my god george. <laughs> <laughs> like up. george just say what you mean oh my gosh is that the same scene where he's like oh it's just you know the sunlight Ugh. yeah like, like <laughs> it's the morning <laughs> it's day it's oh my gosh imagine someone being like ugh, block the sunlight uh kill That's me you though you do do that you don't like okay. the sunlight <laughs> only when it's the morning 
<laughs> only when it's it. out. Then I only when it. it's so crowded in the house <laughs> and I trip um, over the boxes. So then uh, they meet the patient and they're like replacing his ankle joint because he's like an aggressive athlete. And they just I don't know. He's had lots of surgeries. And for some reason, that's offensive to George. I don't know. Um, Alex goes back to see Megan uh, and they do the cold thing. And uh, she's like, it's not going to hurt me. Like nothing hurts me. Um, and so they start it and then it cuts to Addison at Joe's with Wait, Mark. You, you, I think you missed the, the title, the title card. Oh my God. You're right. I did miss the title card. 1127, the title card. And right Thank before you. that little Megan says she can't feel pain, calls Alex in and says, I'm a fucking superhero. And at that point I thought she was a nut job, but then I was like, wait, but hold on. She there might just James, be a kid and kids are she, dumb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just a kid. Um, and life is a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Simple Sorry plan, everyone. Everyone who heard that, that's our bad. Yeah, we saw sorry. them live once. It was great. It was. That's great. not how they sang, but that's how we sing. Yeah. yeah. All right. So back to the part where the guy is getting uh, George is all up in arms about a guy getting surgery. It was interesting, though. I will say, like, I, I, I understand George's point. They, it seemed like the guy's surgeries weren't necessary. It was just I'm going to physically destroy my body because I can afford to get it replaced. I want to be the bionic man. I want a new hip. I want new everything. I didn't even know they could replace an ankle. What the fuck? That's crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they're just going to take a cast from another dude and just put it in there? I guess so. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, here's my thing, though, because I'm like, I do understand Callie's point as well, because... On the other end of it, people who need hip and knee replacements a lot of times are also destroying their body. But on the other side where they're just like maybe not not being active enough, um, not listening to their body's needs and then like just getting into a position where they're like putting too much strain on their body on the other end of it by not. Yeah, I don't know. I, I see both sides, but I don't understand why George is immediate response is like, this is terrible. Right. I, I get I get her point and I I understand her point. But like you just said, George, this person is paying the hospital a lot of money to do these surgeries. They know the risk. They're not getting they're not they're they're not getting their arm twisted to do the surgery. That's an elective surgery. That's literally why they have elective surgeries. Yeah. So, so the just people shut can the elect fuck up. to do them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh no. Sorry. I What's clicked up? On my, I just clicked on my notes wrong. Got it. God, I thought I was going to accidentally delete them all. Okay. Um, that would be so bad. So Megan, uh, oh yeah. So Addison goes to Joe's to meet Mark and he's like, Oh, I'm going to stay. And she's like, you skipped your flight. And he goes, says it was canceled it's so stormy in new york uh, i'm so attractive <laughs> <laughs> well no she's like so there's attractive. literally there's two days a year there's no clouds yeah. this is one of them and he said well there's a typhoon in new york I look it up i so dare much. you i dare I you to google his it face um so that's some shit i would do i, I would yeah. say i would say the truth and i would say google it because it's the <laughs> truth 
you because I don't you do lie. Do that. Uh, you do lie though. Uh, anyways, <laughs> so uh, oh yeah. So then they go back to um, Megan and Alex, and he's like pulls his hand out, and he's like, "Holy shit!" Like, take your hand out before it falls off. And she's like, "I can't feel it." And she's like, no one ever believes me. I have to let all the kids at school punch me so many times. And yesterday I had to let this kid punch me 25 times and once with a baseball bat. And he's like, what the literal fuck is happening <laughs> with this child? That's insane. I'm concerned. I just, can, can you imagine your kids at school and just, hey, Scarlet, go grab that baseball bat and just fucking whack me. I'm just like. Is no one monitoring these children? Why at school do they have a baseball bat? That seems alarmingly negligent. What are you talking about? It's gym class. They have baseball. Then if it's a gym class, then there should be a teacher. There should be. Who says, hey, A, stop punching her 25 times in the stomach, and B, no, you cannot now hit her with a baseball bat. Yeah. Well, the problem is, is that the public school system in America is so underfunded. It really is. And we do not have time to get into that, but we do appreciate all those teachers out there. We love you. We see you. We appreciate you. Give them a raise. Please. Um, Also be nice to them because they know what they're doing and you probably don't. So that's my thoughts on it. Um, Okay. So Christina is with Derek's patient is talking to the wife and she's like, Oh yeah. Recovery is like really hard on the caretakers. You know, like obviously her issues with Burke are coming out in the situation. She's like, they're like the silent sufferers. No one ever talks about them. Like you need so much help. It takes so long. And like everyone only cares about the patient, blah, blah, blah. And the guy's like about to have a seizure. And then he does. Have I a seizure. knew it. I, as Christina soon as catches he the held baby. the kid. Yeah. As soon as he held the kid, I read the nod. But I said, he's going to have a fucking seizure. I know it. Yeah. But luckily, Christina catches the baby. Very nice. Um, so Izzy still hasn't gotten inside. They just keep kind of cutting to her sporadically throughout the episode. Even when people like, obviously we get scenes where other characters go and talk to her, but they also kind of just sporadically cut to her to show us that she's still outside and she's still sad. Cause daddy's still dead. And yes, I'm still yawning. He is. <laughs> um, uh, so Addison tells Mark to leave and he's like, come back with me. And she's like, no and then he just is like so attractive and he's like touching her and she's like stop doing that i can't think when you do that and i'm like girl same i just feel you so much i literally wrote he is so wildly attractive in my notes i was distracted i don't even really know what happened in that scene because i was like good god this man is attractive well she slapped him and then he's like oh, that is yeah. a good moment do That's it a good again moment. yeah and, and then, then he does she starts... he does that smile and it's real tight yep. on his face and i'm just like hmm yeah. Good for you. And then she's walking away and she like has to look back like four times. And I'm like, mm. listen, I Addison, I get it. I get it. But like pick a lane. Just go fuck. Just do it. <laughs> they already did it. I just, do she, it I again. Do, I do like when she says that she made a transcontinental booty call, which is delightful. <laughs> High level humor. Um, okay. So Alex goes to Bailey and is like, we need to do a CT scan on Megan because she tells people to punch her in the stomach every five seconds. <laughs> There might be a problem. Why is that the shtick, <laughs> right? Hey, look, I, I, I'm Megan. Punch me in the stomach. I don't know. Like, in um, the sh- I imagine being on the showrunner team, and they're just saying, uh, hey, guys, we need this girl to ask people to hit her, but not the face. What do we think? 
and they're all like, oh, maybe the foot, um, maybe her like butt cheek, and then someone's like, how about stomach? That's it. That's how Where I want else? I mean, down. what else would she do to prove that she can't feel pain? Like Kids are dumb. The arm, punching the arm. Kids or some are shit. dumb. Well, yes, I understand that. <laughs> um, okay, so George, this is when we really get into the George not thinking that Callie should do the surgery on the ankle guy, and she's just like, he's just going off about it to uh, Alex and Christina, the, and like how she moved in, and he's just the worst. It's fine. Um, they're watching Meredith and Finn have lunch. And Christina and Alex are betting on whether or not Derek is going to show up and uh, crash the date, basically. So Alex says that Derek is not going to interfere, and Christina says he absolutely is. And Christina is, of course, right. Um, uh, it's really funny, though, because <laughs> before that happens, um, Christina is, like, narrating the date from far away and meredith is laughing and christina's like oh she's laughing ha 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 oh you funny vet and i just think that's hilarious um because she just hates the fact that he's a vet and uh alex is asking george he's like hey you're a loser like what do you know about comic books (laughs) (laughs) clearly before we have peaked we have hit the mcu craze because this is still in the the realm of time when everyone just is like only losers like superheroes which a was never really the case but b is definitely not the case anymore because marvel movies are just every five minutes coming out and making billions but all of of his characters that he mentioned that he mentions were all dc characters he mentions Batman, Robin, Green Lantern, Green mm-hmm. Lantern. He doesn't mention true. Marvel characters. Well, I mean, it's because you know they were wildly popular. <laughs> right, right. I mean, no, Batman and Robin, I feel like, are the most probably recognizable uh, name-wise. Even maybe still today, um, I could be wrong, but I would Superman, say that's probably Batman. pretty recognizable. Yeah. Um, Green Lantern, I feel like, is a choice because that's not terribly well known, in my opinion. I know there was a movie. I am aware <laughs> it was bad. What but, are you talking um, about? The Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively cinematic masterpiece that was the Green Lantern? That's the one. Remember the Green Hornet with Seth Rogen? <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch that. Yeah, me either. That's how bad it was. Um, okay, so Derek shows up, and this is what I wrote. Derek shows up and is quite simply the absolute worst. He's being a turd. True. I have to cough. True. Please excuse me. Yeah, totally. I will go ahead and take over and say something here. Uh, so Derek, Derek goes in. He kind of goes. He buys some sort of treat or something. Looks over snarky. And then he walks away. And then he does this thing. He's like trying to, to lull them into a, a false sense of security. Because you have to know that they know he's there. And oh, then okay. he comes back around. He comes back around as... Alex is counting his money and hands it all over to Christina. Yep. Um, and then uses the surgery so, like a like a bastard. Yeah, he's the worst. He's like, oh, we have this really cool surgery that never, ever happens. And Meredith is like, win. And Finn goes, I'm going to guess right now because he's not wrong. Um, so Meredith is uh, goes with Derek, which is dumb because Derek's the worst. Um, but, but Kelsey, so the surgery, I have to do the surgery. I'm That's an a lifetime. I have so Bye. much to learn. And then Finn says, so do I. Yep. Um, uh, then we see Izzy outside. Burke also comes 
and he Great says, scene. are you coming really or going? And she says, I don't know. And he says, me neither. And it's a very simple scene, but I have to agree. It, it accomplishes a lot and it really gives us an insight into bo- what both of them are going through right now. And it's a, uh, it's a good moment. It's a good moment. Yeah. I yeah. Think. I really like that. It's, um, it's one of those scenes and it doesn't happen a lot. It's one of those scenes where you, you're saying more through less and it's just, uh, I agree. I agree. And especially be- because like Burke was like, okay, shit, I have to get back because I know exactly what Izzy's doing. Like Izzy's fucking yeah. shit up. I have to get back. And I don't know. There's just like this weird connection that they, they went through a similar loss together. Uh, not just yeah. with Denny, like Burke went through a double loss. He lost his patient and he could be losing, which I don't think so. Uh, the loss of his, <laughs> his hand mobility, you know? Right. Cause his hand's fine. Right. It's, it's fine. It's going to be fine. Everything's fine. Um, okay, and so then, yeah, I agree. That's a good, very good, small, but heavy scene in a lot of ways. Um, Derek has, she's like, okay, here's the patient. Prep him. And she's like, what the fuck? I thought we were doing surgery. And he's like, well, you have to work too. Uh. So annoying. He just continues <laughs> to be the worst. And then he's like, oh, I'm a dick. See you at eight. <laughs> um, After the Christina, surgery. <laughs> yeah. Christina sees Burke talking to the chief and she's like, looks like she's happy about it because I think she thinks that he's like saying he wants to come back and she's like, yay, he's coming back. Everything's going to be great. Um, and then, uh, Alex is putting Megan in the MCT and she tells the nurse to punch her in the stomach and he says, stop telling people to punch you in the stomach. (laughs) Thank you for saying it it. needed to be said. It needed to be said. Um, Bailey has paged Addison for a consult on the, on Megan. So they're in there like waiting for the scans to come up and they're talking about how this is a pretty rare genetic disorder, but it's normally uh, diagnosed and caught pretty young, which makes sense to me. Uh, someone who has a toddler who runs into everything and is always like, ow, ow, boo, boo, ow. I'm like, yeah, it, it tracks that you'd probably be able to diagnose this pretty early on. Um, but because she is a foster uh, child, maybe like bounced, they're saying basically since she's like bounced from uh, foster home to foster home, it could have just kind of slid under the radar and no one really figured it out. Um, so they also talk briefly about their time at Joe's when Edison was t- wasted. And it's very funny. <laughs> That's a good funny scene. I really enjoyed that interaction. Yeah, it was good. It was like just enough to be like, OK, they're friends. I I want I want more of them together. I would watch an entire like hangover style episode where it's just them and Adele with a tiger with a, <laughs> and tiger. a tiger and Mike Tyson. What do tigers dream of? Do you ever just like get that stuck in your head? I do. I get it stuck in uh, my head all the time constantly no i i get the the three best friends that anyone had anyone could have i in do my sing that a, lot. a lot as well yeah um it, okay so then her scans come up and like it's real bad there's lots of internal trauma probably from all the punches and the baseball and the bat. fucking baseball bat <laughs> so good times um <laughs> So George sees Burke uh, coming out of the chief's office and he's like, oh, we miss you. You're missed. And uh, it's nice. Uh, And Burke goes, you know, Izzy's just standing outside, right? Like, can you do something about that? That would be great. (laughs) Uh, So then Derek is operating with Christina and Meredith. 
And he's like, oh, I saw Dr. Burke talking to the chief. And Christina's like, yeah. And Derek goes, oh, so he's like working out his leave. And Christina's like, what? And he's like, oh, you know, the leave of absence that he's taking. And she's like, excuse me? So again, really peak communication with everyone in this episode. Doing the most. Yeah. Good job, guys. Love it when we tell our partners things. Yeah, the fact that Derek breaks the news on the leave of absence, that just sucks. Yes, but before, during was it right? uh, the surgery. Yeah. Right before that, though, we get this nice scene with George and, 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 and Burke where yeah. you could tell. Did you say that already? Did I? Yep. Did you cut out on that? You did? Wow. No. I no, was, I... no. <laughs> did you say that? Yeah. I I'm said that dumb. he's missed and, is, and then he's like, hey, is he standing outside? Oh, no, no, no. Can Sorry, I missed that part. Um, I was looking through my notes because I lost where I was, so I missed that part. I apologize. Oh. Um, I'm like, where the fuck am I? Because I have so many notes. You you see, it. it's, I'm scrolling here. Yeah. You don't even see. I have so many notes. Um, yeah, I like that. I miss them together. I miss them, their yeah. jam sessions, that's, you know? I will say I feel like that's one of the times George is less annoying is when he's with Burke. Yeah, because Burke, Burke brings out the better. best in him. That's because O'Malley's his guy. You're my guy, O'Malley. <laughs> um, okay, so then we get the George going to talk to Izzy, and and we get a nice little speech about her thinking about bridal magazines and and being a bride and all this stuff. And and she just has a line that says, "I just need to make sure when I'm standing in front of the chief of surgery that I'm not thinking about my wedding dress," which is just very sad. Again, so this is sad. another time where not on team Izzy, very low, lowest on the totem pole probably. And I just still feel for her, which says, yeah. again, says yeah. a lot to the writing um, and the performances because uh, it's sad. You know, I feel sad for her, but I also am like, but, you know, don't steal organs. Yeah, it's these writers do a really great job of making her a villain that you can empathize with. Like Thanos. <laughs> it's been a like while. Like Wanda. Like, like Wanda, Wanda Maximoff. <laughs> I don't know. Mm, the dark hold got really, really messed her up, you know? Listen. <laughs> Denny is Izzy's dark hold. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Now we're putting this. Oh, oh shit. It's all wow. coming together. <laughs> so, so uh, who's Doctor Strange in this scenario? And also, more importantly, who's Wong? Um, both fair questions. Um, I want to say that uh, Bailey is Wong because she is the Ooh, one that actually gets shit yeah, done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Bailey's Wong. Oh, fuck, that's good. And Derek oh. is Doctor Strange because he thinks he's hot shit, but really he's just fucking shit up left and right. Yeah, and he loves Meredith in every universe, unfortunately. Ugh, so annoying. You know what? Anyways. No, I'm Meredith, you are better than, you're not better than Rachel McAdams. I'm sorry. Oh, absolutely Can, not. Oh, fuck. Can... It doesn't. No, Although they are it. both surgeons, so yeah, it might track. She's not I'm, better than Rachel McAdams, but she might be better than that than Christine's character. Because only, and I only say that because they don't really give Christine much of her personality in those films. Yeah, it's yeah. she's just there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Anyways, watch Doctor Strange. Yeah. yeah. No available on Disney Plus. <laughs> Very rapidly after. The theater time short on that one. Yes. Um, anyways. So, uh, now that we've gone on that tangent, um, George talks to Callie's patient is like, Oh, do you want to go meet your donor? 
I'm shitty. I'm going to talk you out of things. I'm going to pressure a patient, which is unethical. Um, okay, so then... No Addison, one ain't ready to have that conversation. <laughs> Addison and Miranda tell the parents that they're going to have to operate and do genetic testing to get a diagnosis. And they're like, I understand. Like, it's been a bad day for you guys. But, like, you're just going to have to trust us. This is what we need to do. She is ill and injured because of it. Um, so that's when Alex is like, hey, so that kid's missing. <laughs> um, good stuff. So... Uh, they have to obviously try and go find her. Christina finds Burke and is like, excuse me, are you taking a leave of absence? Could you maybe keep me informed on our lives together? That would be neat. We're in a relationship. And uh, that's when he, we have the whole like, oh, these, the recovery time on this is measured in months or years. Like sometimes it's a success if they can even like bend their elbow or whatever he says. I don't know. And so he's, clearly thinking the worst case scenario and she's thinking the best because she's like well you're Preston Burke so like that's not going to happen to you because you're better than everyone else which it's nice that that's her belief system you know if it's nice that you see someone like that you you see some you think so highly of someone that like it doesn't even cross your mind that like that type of thing wouldn't happen to them um but he's clearly in a different head headspace than she is about the whole scenario um, so then George takes Jasper down to the morgue to see the guy. And he's like, this guy's so old. And George goes, well, he's two years younger than you are. So there you go. And uh, then he just is really weird and pressures him. And then Jasper cancels the surgery and leaves. So that's fun. <laughs> and doesn't tell Callie beforehand because George no. is a little fucking worm. Which I will say, I was thinking about, it, I was like, as someone who was just discharged from the hospital, I feel like the doctor would know. <laughs> yeah. But a also lot like, of shit that has to happen for you to leave a hospital. <laughs> they they had such a good relationship. How do yeah. you feel okay walking away from that? And like, also, if you hey, have, George, it's an elective fucking surgery. Yeah. Let the guy do it. I don't understand why he's like, like, like dying on this hill. Um. But we're going to take a small break now for everyone's favorite segment, Living in Shondaland. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Living in Shondaland. Oh, that yeah, was we, didn't, we didn't get that. I missed it so much. I didn't get to do it. I, I wasn't going to make it up last week, you know. I know, I know. Yeah, um, yeah. So there's only one person Ooh, in this okay. episode mm. who is in Shondaland. It is. Megan's foster mom. Nope. Fuck. Who is it? It's the ankle guy. Damn it. Should have seen that uh, coming. Jasper is the name of the character. Uh, he's played by Jack Conley, and he is in two episodes of Station 19. Now, uh, I'm going to say this. Maybe it's a spoiler, but it's also not if you were paying attention, but I'm sure you weren't. Eric Dane, who is Mark Sloan, is now a series regular. He was not billed ah. as guest appearance or like guest starring. He was billed just like with Derek, Addison, Meredith, like with all those people. In the so entry credits. I, the, the I guess it's kind of a credits. spoiler because like he's clearly going to be around for a minute. But it's also not really a spoiler because they just put him in there. So <laughs> No, that's good. I'm glad. I, I want to see like a like a him naked a, a, all the time. 
No, I was thinking, well, I guess if that's what it takes to see Addison naked, then fine. I, you know, <laughs> give the people what they want. Um, I'm not selfish with the naked people. And I'm not one of those people that thinks only women can be naked on TV. Let the guys be naked too. Um, you know, let everyone just have their, their, their fill. Um, free the nipple. Yeah. Free the nipple, free the wangs. Um, I I don't know exactly what capacity I want to see him in because I haven't I haven't gotten to the point where I want to see Addison and Mark together yet. I'm not quite there. Uh I feel like maybe I'm close, but uh yeah, I don't really know what capacity I want him to be around in yet. Well, we'll find out shortly. Next week on Living in Shondaland. <laughs> um uh, so Bailey tells George they lost Megan and they got to find him. Meredith and Derek are talking about the uh, patient and she's like, oh, am I going to get to scrub it on the next surgery or only if I'm on a date? And he's like, see you at eight. Uh, <laughs> Meredith is also helping look for Megan. George is going on and on about superheroes. And Alex is like, shut up or I'm going to punch you. And then Catley comes up really angry. <laughs> she goes, oh, Bally. And he goes, good luck with that. And just walks away. And I thought that was funny was a funny moment it was funny uh the next scene though well i guess the the continuation of that scene yeah like george just blurts out yeah he didn't want to move in like it's super rushed it's like dude the george storyline in this one is really like feels really weird to me like i'm like i understand they wanted to get to the point of him telling callie that he's not ready but the whole like storyline, I, I don't understand why he's so against the guy getting the ankle surgery. He's super weird about it. There's no resolution to that storyline. Like he told that guy and that guy left. And then he told Callie he didn't want her to live at the house. And that's like the end of it. We don't see it again. He He didn't even really tell the guy anything other than that the cadaver he's taking his ankle from was two years younger than him. Yeah, it's super weird. What what revelation did that guy have? I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know. Because, like, that guy is healthy. He's he's like a super athlete. So I don't understand. It doesn't make sense to me. It's a it weird storyline. I don't. It's very rushed. Um, I hope that Callie she, breaks up with George for this. Well, she says she's like, I didn't want to move in. Like, I'm just staying there while I'm looking for somewhere. Like, I don't understand why you're freaking out because no one's fucking communicating. Uh, Meredith is looking for Megan, finds Addison crying in a closet. And she's like, can you just not be near me for five seconds, please? Because you're all over the place and I would love it if you weren't in my face. And Meredith is literally like, yeah, I get that. That's fine. (laughs) Yeah. She was like, weren't you just on floor three? Like what what, I'm trying to hide from you. Yeah. It's so I, Um, I didn't. Yeah. I, I good scene, but like Meredith, go fuck yourself. Like, yeah, I get that. Okay. That's all you're going to say. This woman is just like, I need a minute without you in my life. And you're like, yeah, totally. I get that. Instead of, I also need a minute without me in my life. Yeah. Like I'm Meredith. I suck. (laughs) I'm the worst. Ugh, I don't know. I just um, feel so yeah. bad for Addison, even if she is getting yeah. smushed or, or her, her booty smushed, you know? Yeah. She still has to deal with um, a divorce with someone that she works with. And a major factor in the divorce is another person that she works with. So no fun. 
Um, so Alex finds Megan a hiding under a gurney and he's like, well, she says she doesn't want to have the surgery because she's afraid her foster parents will send her back. And Alex has a nice moment. And he's like, why would they send you back? You're a superhero. And we're going to do surgery on you. <laughs> um, so and then, then he Derek... uses George's, George's Green well, Lantern yeah. thing. Yeah. Which what I'm would like, Green Lantern not... be without the ring? I'm like, that girl does not know who Green Lantern is. No. There's no, no. way that girl knows who Green Lantern is. Absolutely not. Not in way. 2007. <laughs> nope. Um, so uh, Derek is doing the post-op check on his patient with Christina and like physically everything's fine. And then they're like, Hey, what is this called? And it's a cup. And the guy's like, you know, I, I know what it is, but I can't tell you. And it's concerning. Uh, and then the wife is like freaking out and, uh, she's like, what's my name? What's the baby's name? And he's like, I know it. I just like, don't, I can't, I don't know it. Uh, which it would be like, very unsettling um, as the partner, I'm certain. But he's but Derek, he's conscious. He yeah. knows where he, he is. The yeah, dude just lost half his brain. Yeah. Cut um, the man some slack, so lady. So Derek's like explaining to the wife, like he knows who you are and he knows who the baby is. And he's like, he knows the emotional connection. He's just like the brain, like the one side of the brain is trying to tell the other side of the brain, like can make the two connect. And they're just not. But they will again. Not much wrestle. That's it. That's the end of that storyline. <laughs> I don't feel like there's a lot of resolution there. No, it was it was a, it was merely a vessel for for Christina to be the onlooker and go. Oh yeah. shit, he's he's talking to the wife, but I'm hearing it right. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. all that storyline was for. It Gotta was a vessel patient. for Christina. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So, so she then, thought uh, the idea was to go buy some fucking raw chickens. <laughs> Listen, I love it. I love her interpretations. Um, Alex and Bailey are doing the surgery on Megan and Megan or Bailey has the whole thing of like, oh, people want a life without pain, but this is where you end up. Pain is there for a reason, which is, you know, she's relates back to the whole Izzy situation. Clearly. Uh, Izzy never went into the hospital. Um, Derek and Meredith. Uh, come home from their date and Finn shows up. He's like, Oh my God, you guys so funny. I was just going to bring you this ice cream. I was just going to leave it here. I didn't know you'd be here. I'm so sorry. Um, (laughs) It's they're like little high school boys being annoying. So fun. Um, So then Meredith is yelling and she's like, this is not what I wanted when I wanted dating. I like took time to look nice and I want someone to fill me up and I no one's trying to fill me up. No one's even looking at me. My fantasy is not two men looking at each other. Um, so it's, it's a funny scene. She's yeah. annoyed. So she goes back into the house. Well, she takes ice cream and goes in the house naturally. And I've been wanting strawberry ice cream ever since. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I could go for some ice cream right now. Yeah. It's, it's so the, it's just interesting. She's like, I'm waxed. I'm plucked. I have a clean top on and you two are looking at each other. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, you know, they're they're fighting. You you started this. You (laughs) you told them at the same time. You brought them to Joe's and said, hey, guys, battle it out and fucking do your shit over me. Yeah. And then now you're complaining that they're doing their shit over you. Yeah. Yeah. Can't have it both ways, Meredith. (laughs) 
that's a good point. I like it. Thank um, you. Then we go to the hotel. We see Addison checking in. Then we see Callie checking in. Then we see Richard checking in. Then we see Mark checking in. <laughs> getting more intriguing with each person we see. It was such, I, I was laughing while watching that scene. Because once they got to, it was Addison and Callie, and I was like, oh, the camera's still moving. And I was like, oh, shit, Weber, you really pissed off Adele, didn't you? And mm-hmm. then the camera kept moving, and I was like, ooh, what's happening next? And it was Mark, and he loves yes. fairies. Yep, uh, I have a thing for fairy boats. You know what? It's way cuter when Mark says it. I could it is. fucking give a shit when Derek says it. Yeah, I like that was just what a good scene. I was like yeah. giddy watching it. I was like, oh, this is funny, so writers. This is I good. Love I love it. Um, uh, so then we get the Christina taking a bunch of chickens home and really aggressively chopping them in half with a meat cleaver. And she's like, gives Burke a suture kit. And she's like, fix them. Um. I like it. That's supportive. She's being an active participant in his recovery, and I like it. And that's how I how I know his hand is okay. Okay, so we'll circle back. Let, let's finish this out, and then we'll circle back. Um, Alex goes out to Izzy. This is such a good little scene. It makes my heart hurt. It's so good, though. I I love this little moment between the two of them. Again, I like that it's Alex because he had such a hard time with the Denny thing, and so it's really nice that he's like not only moved past it, but it's like trying to like still take care of her through it. Yeah. He's just he being was a like, good friend. Yeah. And, and it wasn't, I wanted to feel sexual chemistry in that scene, sexual chemistry in that scene. Yeah. No, um, it's just like a, a moment of, of friendship and yeah. kindness. And it was, uh, it was he, very yeah. sweet. Cause he's like, mm-hmm. where, where does it hurt? And she's like, yeah, everywhere. And I'm like, yeah, Fuck. when she closes like, her eyes and says everywhere, I'm like, oh, that hurts me. Like, can you imagine? And then he just says maybe Michael it hurts or, or Jessica dying like, Fuck. no, I don't want to. Don't say that. Oh, right. Right. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. It would hurt everywhere. <laughs> Literally. Um, so it's sad. Um, but Izzy goes home and she's like, I didn't go in. And Meredith's like, that's OK. Maybe you'll go in tomorrow. You know, again, everyone's being supportive. You know, and you and I have the same question of like, why is everyone being supportive? But I still appreciate that everyone's being supportive because yeah. Izzy's, you know, it, it's a lot what she's dealing with. Yeah. So I, I understand the support side of it. Yeah, it's it's one of those cases where we all love the what we all love the what, which is the support. We love the support. Yes. We're just concerned why they're supportive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she broke a law and killed a guy. Yeah. Inadvertently. I guess we all can and say that the got, stroke kind of got a, guy, a lot of people like, involved as well. Yeah. And like crossed a lot of ethical boundaries, falling in love with a patient. Yeah. And we're not like, yeah. it's not like a gray area. It's like she crossed the line. <laughs> so yeah. many. And times. we're not, we're not judging, but she's in the wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not judging, but uh, she did make uh, every worst possible choice she could make. <laughs> yeah. We're not judging, but we do hate her. Yeah, we're not judging, but she is the worst, other than Derek, who is yeah. the worst. Yeah. yeah. For, for ma- he, many different reasons. Yeah, he really, at this point for me, only skates by on, on his hair and his, and his, his face. And even then, <laughs> um, I guess I'm a little bit, I, I like him a little bit more now that him and Addison are finally done. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, it is nice. 
Um, and then we have the last scene where George was like, yeah, guys, so Callie moved out. I'm just, I'm so relieved. He's not. <laughs> yeah, He's I'm not. so relieved that I'm a shitty boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, I'm so um, relieved that I forced my girlfriend to go sleep in a hotel because I don't know how to communicate. So yeah. relieved. Now hand me that ice cream. So then, yeah, they just all hang out and share the ice cream. It's the end of it. It's just a nice little friendship moment. So that's uh, that's where it ends, this one. Okay, so let's circle back to uh, your prediction on Burke's hand. You said one episode, two episodes. After this episode, what do you think the time frame on his hand being fine is? Um, I'm I'm gonna put I'm gonna put four episodes, four episodes okay, from so now. He's okay. No, sorry. More specifically, four episodes from now, he will get his first surgery. Okay. And his hand will be fine. His hand will be fine. Okay. Um, uh, let me think other predictions. Do you have a Mark prediction you want to throw out? Um, I, with, with Mark, I don't have a prediction as much as I have like a, a, a desire. I want to see him <laughs> get into a physical fist fight with Derek and then win. Um, I don't know if that will happen at this point. I don't know what would cause it. Because Derek seems pretty good about the whole Addison thing. He's pretty much like, I would see him and Finn fighting before him and Mark fight. Um, yeah. But my desire is for a Mark and uh, Derek fist fight of some sort. Uh, you know what? Okay. Fuck I'm- it. I predict that by the end <laughs> of season three, Derek and Mark will fist fight. Okay. Official prediction. Write it that. down. By the end of season three, I'm gonna. You know what? Fuck. I'm not. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna pussyfoot around this. Going bold. <laughs> by the end of season three, they will fight. But it's gonna be about Callie. Okay. It's my official prediction. <laughs> Went real bold. I love it. I love it. Everything about it. Um, do you have a George and Callie prediction? Since we're on it, they they break up, and then George. <laughs> has to watch Derek and Mark fight over Callie. Um, no. First off, Derek and Mark are not going to fight over Callie. Second off, uh, Callie is going to break up with George before the end of the season. Uh, we're on episode three. Um, by episode 12, she will have broken up with George because he doesn't communicate. It's true, he doesn't. Um, so we'll see if she sticks around for all of the no communication or not. Um, okay. So what do you give this episode? Um, so, wow. It's been so long. A number one is a med student. Mm-hmm. A number two is an intern. Yes. A number three is a resident. A four is a yes. fellow. A five is attending. Yes. This one's just a resident for me. This is just a two. Yeah. It's just an okay episode. It's fine. The best uh, part of the whole three. episode was the the end of the this this the the, the episode. Sorry, yeah. intern. A- intern. I'm giving them a 2. An oh, intern. Okay, so you do give it a 2. Yeah, 2. Intern. I'm a, I'm a vibe it at a 3. I'm a vibe it at a resident. You know, it's fine. It's there. It's filling in some rushed parts that I don't care for, but some good moments. Um, I have to give it props because the, some of my favorite moments are Izzy moments, which says a lot for the episode since I don't like Izzy. 
Um, it's also just a good Alex episode in general and a nice Addison episode. And also I love Mark Sloan. So, you know how it do. <laughs> yeah. So that's good stuff. But yeah, I do uh, love the I'm, hotel moment. So, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, the thing that would have made it up to uh, a resident for me, uh, got it up to a three is um, the the ankle guy. That storyline makes no sense. Yeah, I just don't get it. It's not resolved. I, I would have liked it. If they had like, if he had come back or if George was like, oh, I called him and apologized and he's here again or whatever. But there's no resolution. Yeah, yeah that's a, I, I like that. I would I would like that. I'd be like, oh, dang, not just good guy, Alex. We got good guy, George, too. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Yeah. Or if like brain guy, if Derek could have been like, oh, I can just go back in and like poke these two things and it's fixed. But he's like, now nah, we got to like teach him how to be a human again. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, also, do you want half the brain to eat it, or like, can I have it? Right? Like, yeah, what are we doing this other half of the brain? So, uh, I yeah, think that's, that's all I got. That's yeah, that's yeah. all I got for the episode. Feels good to Thanks. be back. It does. We're excited to be back. Um, we should be back on our regular bullshit. Um, thanks for sticking around for it. Um, again, make sure you follow us on Instagram for updates in case anything happens and we're off an episode because we both have crazy things happening in our lives um we're trying to maintain regularity but yeah <laughs> the world is, maybe, makes it difficult sometimes maybe we do um maybe do you want to take an episode by yourself one week coming up like maybe the the half the halfway point through the through the season like where you just say some stupid shit for for like 20 to 40 minutes the way i did or I like i've never said stupid shit everything i say is brilliant I need you to practice perfect. though. I need you to practice saying stupid shit for so me. You just want me to be Carmen. That's what the people want. I, I don't make. The <laughs> um, we'll we'll maybe yeah we'll we'll think about it. It's less. I don't know what it would be. I, I like, know everything know. that happens. Yeah. Hey guys, Carmen is uh, not allowed to listen get to this on episode. And be like Carmen, don't fucking listen to this episode because I'm just gonna go on a rant about everything that has yet to happen to you, but I hate or love. Ooh. If you want that as a listener to know, well, no, you know what? Just you have to go through this journey with us. Fuck you. You don't get it. I take that off the table. Maybe we'll we'll record it. And then in seven years from now, when we get through the end of the show, uh, you can go back and listen to it. Um, but yeah, thanks. Thank you guys for listening. Um, thanks for supporting. Thanks for sharing. If you have a minute to share us on Instagram or Facebook or wherever you may be, please do that. If you're listening on Spotify, please share it to your Instagram. If you're listening anywhere else, just, just tell everybody that you know that you're listening. Send it to your friends. Send it to your family. Tell everyone you know who likes Grey's Anatomy that, that this exists. Pretty please. Um, if you have a second to leave a review or a rating, that's also super helpful. We're getting um, more listeners every day. We can track it all on our little platform, and it's really cool to see. So we thank you guys for, for doing that and for hanging around. Um, if there's anything you want to hear or share, make sure you reach out to us. Um, our email is graysacademypod at gmail.com. You can also message on Instagram. Carmen doesn't see either of those, so you can just no, yeah, fill it with spoilers. So did you have something to add? Yeah, just real quick. I want to shout out Australia. Uh, if you haven't looked at the, the rankings, so we, we've, we've always had a really good listenership with Canada, Germany, and Malaysia. 
And recently, yeah, uh, Australia has moved into the top 10 uh, for countries. Australia. So thank you to anyone listening in Australia. Really appreciate you. Uh, tell all your friends uh, from from down under uh, and and save a koala while you're at it, please. Um, and that's that's what I have. Other than that, just like no spoilers. OK, guys, just like don't fucking do it. Don't don't spoil it. We love you. Please. Yeah, please don't spoil it. And uh, we'll see you all in the next one. This summer's must read mystery is Meredith Adamo's Not Like Other Girls. A girl's search for her missing classmate digs up dangerous secrets in this unputdownable feminist thriller, perfect for fans of Veronica Mars and A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. 